Thompson, DJ Carton, RJ Cole, Colin Gillespie, and now David Duke. What do those players all have in common? They all went up against Posh Alexander, the old freshman three-star recruit from New York, and they got dominated. They got taken to the woodshed. Okay, all five of them, all upperclassmen, all quality Big East guards, and each and every one of them failed. And St. John's got wins in every single one of those games. And because of it, they're now in position to really make some noise this season. 7-6 and six in the conference, 13-7 and seven overall. They pick up another road win against Providence. 92-81 victory. A big-time road win. A game in which they came out storming out of the gates, led by that same freshman, Posh Alexander, and their sophomore stud, okay, the sharpshooter, shooter, uh, Julian Champagny. That first half really was the story. Those two guys, the New York duo, came out and dominated Providence for a huge portion of that first half until Providence inched back into the game. But in that first half alone, Champagne had 19 points. He was 8 for 12 from the field, 3 for 5 from 3. He had 6 rebounds. That 8 for 12 really doesn't even do it justice. I'm pretty sure he was 7 for his first 8 shots. Just catch, shoot, bottom of the bucket. He's really becoming a... A, a lights-out sniper from for pretty much anywhere within the three-point distance. And the college three-point range is uh, right in his wheelhouse. He's starting to look just like a an NBA veteran, you know, catch, swish, catch, swish. And he's steadily becoming one of the best players in the Big East, and there's no reason to believe he can't be a serious contender for Big East Player of the Year if we continue to play like this. One of the Villanova players probably will end up getting the nod, and you can't really complain too much. They will probably win the conference handily. But Champagny and St. John's together have put themselves in a position to be at that table. And his, his strictly numbers case will probably be the best other than any other Villanova guys, considering it was going to be Duke or Watson maybe. And damn, tonight, forget about it. 24 points and 10 rebounds overall, but that first half really came out firing. Posh had 15 points in the first half, 6 for 7 from the field. Three for four from three, and he also had those three points taken away in that offensive foul. I think it was the right call. He did kick his leg out. We'd be pissed if that call went against us the other way, and a Providence player kicked his leg out, or God forget, God forbid, a Villanova player. And uh, but I thought it was the right call on the foul. I don't know if they're going to review it. That means they could see if he got the shot off in time, and they're going to count it. Why else would you be reviewing it? It was a little bit confusing. I thought he got the shot off before he kicked his leg out. Regardless, they wiped it off. They still couldn't slow him down, even with those refs making that call. It was the right call. Um, and then on their side, Watson did have 18 points. He was 7 for 12, but Duke, 0 points, over 4 from the first half. And at the end of the first 20 minutes, we were up 49 to 41. We had a lead up at to 17 points at one point, and you hate to see it dwindle back. And Providence had a solid, you know, only down 8 points at halftime. Gives them plenty of uh, confidence, and it's nowhere near a ball game. And then as we saw... <clears throat> similarly to the Marquette game a couple games back, they came out of the gates and they put it right to us. And before we know it, they were right back in the game. It was 50-49 to 49 Providence with about 17 minutes left in the game. So an 8-0 run to start the, the half, and we were down one point. Then Rasheem Dunn, big-time, big-time game, especially second half. Huge, huge performance. Got a steal, full-court layup, got the lead back in our favor. Providence came back down. They did push it back up to five points. 
uh, a lead back up to five points right in that in that span. Watson had a huge and one layup, missed the free throw. They got the offensive rebound. He had to put back four-point possession. They got up to a five-point lead, and then Dunn hit another big basket, this time a mid-range pull-up. So, again, senior Dunn, huge game. He had 10 assists in this ball game. He's often criticized, by myself included, uh, big-time game on the road, hit shots when he needed it. Um, then Champ had a, a big layup. I'm sorry, Posh had a big layup, then Champ got to the free throw line. We got the lead back, 57-56, and we never looked back. From there, we played our game, um, and it was just too much for Providence to handle. On the whole, we shot 58.6% from the field, 52.6% from three, 87.5% from the line. We were 10 for 19 from three, so we've been around that 10 number for three-point makes, and we're shooting at a great percentage, obviously 50 3% 3% is something we can't keep up, but um, around that 40% is still awesome. If we can stay at high 30s, that's great. Um, Providence shot 47% from the field, only 31% from three. They were 8 for 26, and they did get to the free throw line 22 times, but they only made 15 of those for 68%. Um, Duke, for the game, only had nine points. He did have six rebounds and seven assists, so not a terrible overall stat line, but he came into the game second in the Big East in scoring, averaging over 17 a game. Zero points in the first half, only nine overall. Um, And, you know, I think it's not only Posh, it's Dunn, it's Wusu, it's Williams. Those four guards all took it personally, all uh, embraced the challenge of being defensive guys, and our season has really turned around because of it. All right, the pressure defense, those guys obviously gave up 81 points to Providence, so it's not like we were shutting them down, but keeping him off his game, okay, taking off the head of the snake, as you will, that's a phrase we're going to hear a million times now with Pasha Alexander, but um, making other guys beat you. Horkler had 19 points for them. That's a surprise. Uh, Watson did finish with 30 points. He's a he's a monster, a big boy, 13 for 20, but um, our defensive pressure and our guards and then you know, the the overall play of Champagny and the bench was just too much. We'll get to the individual players, but before we talk about that, just the bench as a whole. All right, we had 32, 32 points as a bench. Let me make sure that's right. 30, that's 18, 26, 32 points on as a bench. 11 for 15 from the field from the bench. Providence only had one point. All right, so our bench dominated. All four guys, huge roles, different spurts. Williams hit those two threes in the first half. Wusu had huge buckets late. Erlington had a big three in the first half, had some tough plays in the second half. Moore finished the game so strong. Big baskets inside, tough rebounds. Overall, that bench might have won us the game. If it wasn't for those three studs in the starting lineup, okay, Champ, Posh, and Dunn tonight, uh, doing their thing as well. Can't diminish that, but the bench was so solid, and that's exactly what you want to see. Our depth is becoming increasingly more noticeable. Um, other teams don't have it. Providence, like I said, only one point off the bench. They only played uh, – two guys played 14 minutes off the bench. We had four guys off the bench play more than 17 minutes, so it's going to be help keep our guys fresh, and not only that, they're producing. All right, They're making a difference. It's like we almost see two different games out there. We see our starters play. We see our bench play. We mix and match, and uh, it's hard to even differentiate sometimes between starters and bench players. Of course, Champagny and Posh, those guys will get the majority of the minutes up close to 30-plus, but the rest of those guys kind of mix and match, and it makes us that much more dangerous. Roberts didn't have his best night numbers-wise. Two points, one rebound in only 11 minutes. Okay, Cole didn't score. He did have four rebounds. It wasn't his night, but, you know, you didn't see him sulking. He was still out there giving some effort. Um, 
Champagne finished 24 points, 10 rebounds. He was 9 for 18 from the field, 4 for 7 from 3. Uh, two steals, only one turnover. He's just so solid, so freaking solid. He does so many things well for us, and he leads by example. Okay, he doesn't. He's not not out there barking. He's just doing it. Uh, Posh, the same thing. Twenty-one points, eight for fourteen from the field, three for five from three. He had four assists, one steal. He did have three turnovers, but uh, that's you know nothing too crazy. Uh, nothing that can't be fixed, or it didn't really. End up being too costly. Rasheem Dunn, 13 points, 10 assists, a double-double, 5 for 8 from the field, 3 for 4 from the free-throw line, 2 rebounds, 1 steal, and only 2 turnovers. So a 5-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio for the senior point guard. Just killing it. Those three guys from New York, Champagny, Alexander, Dunn. Okay, starting lineup, killing it. St. John's really, really excelling right now. They're the talk of the town. It's, it's awesome to see. It's really even hard to pick out a player of the game tonight. There was so many contributions from so many guys. Uh, you couldn't be wrong if you said pa- Posh. You wouldn't be wrong if you said Champ. You wouldn't be wrong if you said Dunn. All three of those guys really excelled. But I, I honestly think it's the bench, the story of the bench. All right, those guys, a 31-point difference, awesome contributions. None of them played bad. Um, more in that second half, those two dunks off two great passes from Dunn, the last stretch of the game, really finished that game off. He's always around the rim. He gets up so quickly to finish. And he tries to dunk everything. He's really embraced this whole toughness thing now, where he's you know he's inside fighting. And I don't think it's you know BS toughness. I think he's actually you know, giving it a shot. He is you know a string bean, but he's got luckily he's got Wusu and Erlington as bouncers behind him. But um, Williams looked good out there. Those two threes, swish swish. He did hesitate a couple other times. Didn't pull the trigger. I think he's got to get that back because. The kid can shoot. At this point, there's no question in anyone's mind. He can shoot. Uh, Wusu, three for three. I think they were, I know two of those were big time uh, drives and finishes in the second half. The third one, I can't remember. It might have been another inside finish in the second half. But he had eight points, two rebounds, an assist, two steals. Did have two turnovers. He's awfully handsy on defense, all right? Three fouls. We've seen him foul out a few times already. He likes to be physical. And it's, it's you know, it's no wonder because he just pushes people around. Um, He's a defensive help position. He's always right there. Guys can't move him. He's just made an awesome impact, and it's great to see. I don't know what position he is. Sometimes I think he's going to be a point guard. Sometimes I think he can be a small forward. Sometimes you play in the backcourt exclusively as a shooting guard. It doesn't really matter because he can, he can defend so many different spots. He can pass. He can shoot. He can do a little bit of everything. Him and Williams are, you know, it's, it's really it's becoming difficult for me to choose my favorite player on this team. And not just those two guys. I'm partial to those two guys. But everybody on this team is fun to watch. And as a collective unit, how they're growing, how the team's being put together, they're taking on the embodiment of their coach. You know, not too high, not too low. You don't see them barking at officials. You don't see them crying and complaining. They just put their head down and work. And it's awesome. Okay, they really are. They really are becoming a, a, an awesome group to watch. Not that they weren't before they were winning, but doing this like this, like they have these last seven or so games. Who wouldn't be excited? Okay, and you see it everywhere. Daddy Lav is back talking about him. Even Jeff Goodman's shoveling crow down his face. Um, but it's awesome, guys. And I'm glad you guys are listening. I'm, I wish I wish you guys keep tuning in. Okay, to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Um, for Pat Kane, I am Sir Dominic Pointer, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.